This podcast contains sexually explicit discussion and if you're under 18 then it's time to switch off as it's meant for your parents and believe us you really don't want to listen now. Hi I'm Mr G and I am sat with my gorgeous wife Mrs G and together we are the Sexless Swingers. So what are you wearing, Mrs G, and what are you drinking? Well, because you challenged me a little bit on the last podcast about me not looking good in your boxer shorts. I didn't say that. Well, you, you questioned it slightly. I, I didn't. I said that you look high in the boxer <laughs> well, shorts. Well, I'm wearing them. I've got yours on, and I've got one of your t-shirts on, and that's what I'm wearing tonight to bed as well. Did you get them on my drawer or the washing basket? They're the used ones. Oh. <laughs> well, I suppose I'd best grab a pair of your used knickers then. <laughs> if you can fit in them well, probably not um, and I am drinking um, a lovely glass of port very I'm being nice. rather civilised we've eaten some food and I'm having a glass of port very nice well if you need some cheese let me know <laughs> <laughs> and we're off <laughs> so just as um, a bit of a recap Mrs G we are now on episode 7 we which are. is incredible because it's gone so quickly um, but just as a reminder for any new listeners or any established listeners, why did we start our podcast and why are we the Sexless Swingers? We started it because we decided we'd like to explore um, the options of non-monogamous marriage and we wanted to see what options and ideas we could kind of discover on our journey and we wanted to talk to people about that or we wanted to record it I suppose and put it out there and let people listen to it thinking that people could relate with it really. Basically it's just our own personal conversations as a married couple yeah we just happen to hit record on the podcast and hopefully that's the way it comes across Um, a lot of the feedback seems to suggest it's that way. We've had some lovely feedback again haven't we Um, since the last podcast we seem to get more and more every time we do and it's really nice to get that that feedback and what people are getting from it and the first time in our marriage it's like people actually like us (laughs) it is (laughs) but I think the other thing as well was as we started out on the journey um I really really struggled to find a UK based swinging podcast um we found we've mentioned them before the bedhoppers and they're fabulous um at the time I don't think there was any others there, there is a couple that have sprung up but um, I don't think there was anything that was right at the start of the journey, though, was there? No, I think... Or, or it, the people would reflect back, but that's very different to us because we're literally living it and recording yeah, it. Yeah, right from the very start. I we've... think we were this what we were saying is that this particular podcast today is a bit of a punchy one in some respects because we're kind of getting it out there before we go to Amsterdam on our trip. Do you mean we might not be the sexless swingers after that? Who knows? Maybe. Who knows? Um, but I think we thought it would be nice for people just to hear what we're chatting about this week, basically, because it's a good week, isn't it's it? It's a good week. We're having a good week. We've found somewhere a community, I suppose, that we feel part of, that we feel happy with, and that's given us reassurance and it's kind of helped our self esteem within the lifestyle. Yeah. And so. We're on a high at the minute with this. Well, I think it's uh, any longer-term listeners, long-term, we've only been going a couple of months, but yeah. um, any any previous listeners will know that you are not a personal fan of Fab Swingers. No. Um, for various reasons, which we've documented in the previous podcast, but you've never quite connected with it. So after we went to the club, which we discussed, I think, on episode five, you wanted something that felt a bit more decadent, or yeah. we wanted something, and I can't remember where it came up now, but basically, 
we found a website called Killing Kittens. Yeah. Now, Killing Kittens have been pretty long established. They are known for um, sex parties, which they put on in various different um, venues around the UK, um, possibly abroad as well, I'm not sure. But it's a very different feeling website. Effectively, it's the same thing um, in principle as Fab Swingers in that people register and it's a community. Yeah, and we covered most of that, didn't we, in the last podcast. So I think the, the point is we were kind of playing with the idea a little bit more than we just started, whereas now we've kind of got through more verification stages and we've been a bit more vetted and we've kind of broken through the surface of it a little bit, haven't we? Well, we're in. Um, we're, in we're in, yeah, we're we, in. We said on the last podcast we've been approved, which you were delighted about. Yeah. Um, but now we've got into some of the chat groups and we've looked around the, you know, some of the profiles and things. Yeah. And I think it's safe to say both of us, um, you you also, mm-hmm. um, love it. Yeah, no, we do. We 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 feel much more like we found our our place, which is what I was saying before, isn't it? We yeah. found um, just it's so much easier to connect with people for for us. We're speaking again, very personal point of view. Yeah, it's, it's not nothing nothing against everyone. Fab Swingers. No. It, it has its uses. I just think we've struggled a little bit on it. I think it's because on Killing Kittens website, um, there's a few reasons for why for me it. it it feels like I'm in the right place. And so much of it is because it is led with predominantly people's faces. Um, It's not being led with um, cock and fanny pictures. Absolutely, again, no issue with it. But for me, I need to be led with something more than that. It's a bit like porn. When you watch porn, it becomes boring after a time. It's the same old, same old. And there's nothing to distinguish between one porn video to the next at times. And that's how I find fab sometimes. It's one picture very much similar to the next. Whereas what we're discovering on Killing Kittens is because it's actual people's faces, uh, as humans, there'll be some psychological thing in all this, but as humans, we connect when you see yeah. a face. I, I think what, what it is for me is, um, if, if you can see the faces, then all of a sudden it feels as though you are interacting with people. A human, yeah. Whereas when it's purely body shots and particularly genital shots, yeah. it feels much more like you're just talking to almost like a sex object. Yeah. Which might work for some people. And yeah, there's that's a place fine. for it, yeah. Um, I suppose the difference between sort of social swingers who want to have some form of friendship yeah. and then just hook up swingers which just want to, you know, go and shag, which... Is also fine. Yeah, there's that umbrella um, again, isn't it? That we're yeah, all completely. Under. Um, so I think you definitely feel as though you're connecting with people more. And the one thing that they do that Fab doesn't do is they have effectively they are their own WhatsApp system. Kind of, yeah, on an yeah. app, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, um, and they have pre-arranged groups which you can request to join. They have to approve you, so it's not guaranteed that you'll get into the chat group. No. Um, and in there, there's there's sort of different different groups for different things. So there's we, we split our account effectively. So we both have a profile under our umbrella couple profile. Yeah. So for example, I'm in the men's chat, which so I can't be in. You can't be in, and I'm You're, in the women's chat, which you can't be yeah, in. Yeah, and we're both in the couples chat and things like that. Yeah. Um, 
And from there, there's different conversations that spring up. You obviously get to know some of the names and things as they're coming up. And if you want to, you can try to connect with that couple yeah. or person or whatever on as, as almost like friends, if you like. It's yeah. called a connection. And then what you can do from there is set up maybe a four-way chat or mm. six, eight, however many people, exactly the same as WhatsApp groups. Um, and yeah, although the site is face-led and... Um, I think we're happy with it being face-led, like we've said, but I think because it's sort of vetted and vetted and vetted again and it's kind of, it feels secure, it feels a safer place somehow to share things. Yeah, you can't screenshot anything either, no, which is good. fab. because makes me feel secure. If you put a picture on, which you have done, um, yeah. then... If somebody screenshotted it, you would see that somebody's taken a screenshot yeah. and basically there's two strikes and you're gone. Yeah. So they kick you yeah, off a low the group. tolerance for anything like that. Yeah. It's very much about empowering the women, the kittens, which are well, the women. And, and the men. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. Um, the, a man could put a photo on knowing that it can't be screenshotted. Sorry, either. yeah, I didn't mean, I meant in general, um, the kittens, the women are in charge. Yeah. The kittens are the one that, that lead, the kittens are the one that approach the man. But it's not... It doesn't feel like the men are, are forgotten in any sense. No, it's like, you know, men can like pictures, they can yeah. comment. Um, it, it's just the chat. So it's not that men are sort of, you know, submissive beings on there. Absolutely not. It's no. just that they want the women to be in charge so they're comfortable. Because ultimately, I think that's yeah. that's what we've observed about the lifestyle anyway. It's so respectful. So yeah. respectful. So that's that's been you know our evenings in the last few days really is chatting on the groups and reading up there's a lot of messages to catch but up i think on. from my point of view of just feeling like um i'm not talking about us i'm talking about me now but just finding my place in the lifestyle somewhere that i fit somewhere that i feel comfortable somewhere that i feel empowered and somewhere that i safe. feel respected and safe somewhere that i can be authentic authentically me is huge it's it's so huge it's bigger than i thought this was going to feel it's much bigger than i'd given it credit for before we started this journey at all and my personal growth and development has literally like a dynamite gone off this week because i found it the penny has dropped yeah absolutely i mean it's like when i've been chatting and stuff there's been a, a physical buzz that i felt running through me i i haven't felt this for years. That wasn't the love eggs, was it? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm serious. <laughs> no, there's I a know. physical buzz that I can feel because there's like a level of anticipation, a level of excitement, and I like it. Which I think we've had throughout our talks around um, the lifestyle and, mm. and since we sort of went away and reconnected. But this this seems to have taken us to the next level. Definitely, where Before yeah. we were very much, well, will we or won't we? Mm. And now it feels a little bit more, without being presumptuous, we it's more of will. when rather than if. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Because we're both, we're both pretty certain that we'd like to. Yeah, it's just, we've always just been kind of, Find when the it feels, it's not just the person; it's just the the whole community. Yeah. Where do we fit, and yeah. how are we going to feel comfortable, and and where are we, where are we, where are we going to find ourselves within that community? Mm. And I think we're both feeling like we're fitting. So that's yeah. the good and thing. I, I think it's fair to say that it's um, got us both pretty super horny um, at the moment, yeah. and 
you'd um, well, I I ordered you a new toy last week, which you've already popped a photo on Twitter. I did. Of so, um, any of the listeners who want to check us out on Twitter will yeah. see the toy. Like a stainless steel weight. <laughs> a stainless steel dildo, which you seem pretty impressed with. I think I have to say, though, I still prefer my glass. But it's a little bit like if we swing, you might love swinging and being with somebody else. But I'm going to be like your glass dildo. Yeah. In that. The favourite. Yeah, the favorite. we should go. We should go back to and <laughs> might not be as big as some of the others, <laughs> and, or as heavy. <laughs> no, but you like it. it just yeah. hits the right spot. Yeah, so. you're, you're absolutely right. I can already tell you that. Yeah. Maybe we should finally name one of your toys and we can call. I don't want to give them names. No, I no. like pretending the different things. <laughs> I don't want to do a name for it. That's your thing. But going back to the point is, we we um, went to bed a few nights ago. You. Um, pulled the new toy out of the box and um, we had a few photos. We did. And that was pretty hot. You bought some new underwear as well. So you put the underwear on, you sort of played around with the dildo a little bit, take, took a few photos and then proceeded to suggest that we use the toy. So we had some pretty steamy sex that night, didn't we? Yeah, we had proper steamy windows the next day. Yeah, and, and it was really fucking hot actually <laughs> so we had some great sex and then after we'd finished um sort of both lay down and you proclaimed oh no you... i know what you're gonna say that's the wrong sex session was it you're good yeah i know no, it wasn't was it, it was it was the my proclamation came after the sex session i think where i said i was tired and i was going to sleep no 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 that was last night it was a couple of nights ago well, I don't know. We're having sex every bloody night at the moment. It's fantastic. Well, but I said which, I was which... tired and I was going to sleep and then I just couldn't, could I? No, you said... Well, you actually, No, that was last night where you, you said... I, I sort of uh, made a suggestion. You said, no, you're tired. And then I think you said, I'm really horny though. And I really want sex. I just don't know if I can be bothered. <laughs> and then you're bothered. I was bothered. Yeah. yeah, I know. So, so, but anyway, your proclamation, what was it? I'm having sex in that nightclub. You didn't say that. I'm fucking in you... Fatima Morgan, Fat, Fatima Whitbread. No, no, you didn't say that. You said, I'm fucking in the club in Amsterdam and... Even if it's just with you, I'm fucking. Yeah, I that sounds awful. I know, and it does it, sound awful, yeah, doesn't even it? even if it's just They're you. all going to be like, poor Mr. G. I know. Uh, I did back up and kind of justify what I meant by that, as in because we were exploring and perhaps being with other people, that I meant it as in I'd still be satisfied even with you. Oh, even you. with me. Thanks Sorry, very much. it doesn't sound like... You shit at the same. <laughs> I, think, I think possibly what you meant was you want to fuck in the club. Yeah. And if it's just us, that's fine. Yeah. If it's somebody else that takes our fancy, and obviously they'd need to fancy us, um, then let's go for it. Yeah. So, we will see, I guess. And and that probably brings us quite nicely onto our excitement for Amsterdam. Yeah, I know. I'm so excited about going. And this um, excitement has been building in me more and more and more because of this new place where I'm at mentally um, within sort of the lifestyle idea. Which literally has been about five days, really. I know, but it's so typical me. As we've said before, zero to a hundred, there I go. 
the switch is made. Yeah. The penny has dropped. I feel good. Let's go. I'm just loving the fucking super horniness. <laughs> um, so I am really looking forward to it for so many reasons. Obviously, it's, as we've said before, it's child free and it's just huge. Anybody that's got kids, and I know there's quite a lot of you that listen to us that have your own children and it just to have that time away when they're not with you is just phenomenal for reconnection as a couple and just being able to relax and not have that responsibility. So I'm massively looking forward to that. But I just feel in this really good place in myself. Um, I can't quite put my finger on it. Well, on... I don't know. You've been putting your finger on it a few times, I think. <laughs> As have on I. It, up it, round it. Um, <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I'm just excited. I'm really excited to go. For, for the listeners, you have actually gone a slight shade of pink, which I isn't not, like you. I, no, I, I haven't. Maybe I it's have. maybe it's <laughs> orgasm flush. I don't know. It's probably yeah, postcoital. <laughs> just just from the last few days. <laughs> I'm glowing. Um, so yeah, I'm just in a really great place, and I'm just really ready for everything that Amsterdam is going to offer us um, in a complete adult sense. Well, once we've arrived. We arrive in, in the evening one, one night and um, we're thinking, what what should we do? Because the second night that we're there, we are going to Fata Morgana, which we've talked about. Yeah. Well, and we'd said about pretty perhaps, exciting. Yeah, go and have a look at the red light district. But it's, Brad it's had a, an idea, didn't he? Uh, did he? Yeah, he was already suggesting he wanted to get the game of lifestyle out. <laughs> uh, well, yes, yeah. <laughs> They're a game card. You need to explain what they oh, are. I'm sure we? most people listening will have heard of them, but the yes. game of lifestyle is... A card game, which is split into three or four different packs. The first pack is... That's mild, really, the first pack, isn't it? Yeah, it's just questions. I mean, we we played that with Brad and Angelina on Zoom months ago. Yeah. And it was just a really fun conversation, and it's, what's this, what's your favourite position? Pretty tame questions, but sexy questions. I guess they're a nice... I guess they're a way to warm you up with people. Icebreakers. I you don't hate like it. them, as no. usual. I find it forced. I find it just... Ah, I don't need an icebreaker. I can break the ice myself. I've got enough chat about me. You say that, but then you spend the last six months saying, well, how did, what do we get from that stage to that stage? Yeah, but now I realise that You're just going to put had, yourself forward. N- no, <laughs> my uh, for me, I've needed the mental process, and the mental process has been happening. It has literally been processing... And it's taken whatever time it's taken, but we are now where we are. And I'm fully open to the fact that we might take a massive step forward and then we may step back, but that's normal. That's okay. You... I think it's important just just to zone in on that point, really, in that, as the listeners know, we've been talking about this for over six months now. And we've talked and we've talked and we've talked and the listeners have shared probably yeah. well six episodes of our chats with us which yeah. is probably about seven hours and that's just the stuff that we've recorded yeah so we've talked about it and i think that we are both mentally in a place where yes it is a turn on to think that we will possibly um play with another couple or other couples yeah um even if it's 13 think, in a big orgy, as you said on the last episode. But I think also, just to jump in on you there, sorry, but you said that about playing with another couple. We had a chat about this the other day, and I think you, not that you hadn't realised it, but I don't think you'd process the fact that if we're playing with another couple, it doesn't necessarily mean that you are with the woman and I am with the man. There's kind of a crossover in the middle as well, where, you know, 
I'm still there. You're still there. We're all still present. Uh, you mean, effectively, we might swap back to our own partners. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And then we chatted about that. And I think you kind of had that, yeah, you knew it, but you hadn't kind of realised it. Yeah, it sounded a little bit there like you were talking about sort of byplay, which I don't no. think you were. You were talking about literally um, swapping back to your own partner. or yeah. play, Swapping it's back just, sounds too organised. Yes, it does, yeah. It's, it's more... Well, this is our imagination. You're just sharing the it. space, aren't you? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it sounds pretty exciting, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I like yeah. the sound of that. Until have you probably... got a hard on now? I've not, actually. <laughs> I have a feel. Because <laughs> this is what usually happens when we start chatting like this. You sit there with a raging hard on. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> you don't normally complain. I don't. <laughs> um, but, no, I think... I think, um, as you say, it's almost like a fluid space where mm. you move from, in my case, you to maybe the other lady back to you again mm. and you go from me to the other guy, yeah. etc. Um, and it's probably all great until I fall out of bed or something like that and yeah. smack my head on the side. I mean, one of the things we were chatting about as well, wasn't it, is in these situations, sexual styles. And, you know, you could have apprehension about this or... You can put a twist on it and think, it's just something new. Well, I think what we have come to learn is everybody has a very different sexual style. Yeah. 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 Although, although going back to the chat groups that were on, somebody the other day did put on that um, their favourite sort of position, if you like, was very, very similar to oh one my. of our favourites. Yeah. yeah. But then do you want the same? Well, you probably don't, because part of this is for something different. So you want somebody to kind of hold you in a give, different way. Give me a blonde with big tits, I'm happy still. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure you're bothered about the hair colour even, really. <laughs> <laughs> what, you mean bald is fine? <laughs> oh, sorry, you mean on my head, right. <laughs> no, I think... Um, yeah, I mean, that that's probably moving away from the sexual style thing, really, mm. but... Yeah, how how are you meaning them, Mrs. G? What what sexual style? Well, what works for one person absolutely doesn't work for another. Um, yeah, you know, although it's been over seventeen years since I was last even kissing another woman. Yeah, but you can still kiss. You're a good kisser. You'll be fine with your kissing. Don't oh, yeah. worry about oh, that. No, I'll be fine with everything. And I'm I sure. think it's just down and, to. And worst case, if they don't like it, I've still got you. They'll like it. I think it's down to very much feeling you have to take ownership for yourself and you have to be able to speak up and you have to be able to say not like that i like this yeah now especially i think i might be being sexist here but especially for the woman well yeah we're more complex than men yeah with a man you know not to be crude about this but generally speaking if you rub the dick in the right way or suck it you, it's going to work, isn't it? You're so much more simple creatures than women. Well... We've so many more bits of us down below and we've got different parts that can be stimulated. No, a man, you know, you can stimulate it from your balls and from the from the end of your dick. Well, so, everywhere, everywhere. The, the skin's an erogenous zone. So yeah. Um, I, think, I think you might be being slightly naive there. Do you? Yeah. Oh, I think we're... Tr- no, come yeah, on. The I amount think... of women that don't have an orgasm, why is that? Yeah. Because they don't, even themselves don't know how to pleasure no, themselves. No, and most men, most men will have an orgasm during sex. But what I mean is, is 
it's not for me, but some men like the nipples being sucked or licked. Right. Other men or women, women the same. Um, some women love the nipples being sucked hard, mm. others don't. Yeah. Um, some like the neck being kissed, some don't. Some like their ears being But I wonder kissed. whether... Some like the toes being sucked. And, and that's what I mean is you you say, well, Amanda, you're up the dick and it's going to come. No, I didn't mean to sound as simple as that. That's what yeah. I said. I wasn't What I mean is, is some men might want which you're probably not the right lady if this is your thing, guys, but if uh, some guys might want the toes sucked. Yeah, no, thank you. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but other men might hate that. And so, but, again, going back to sexual styles, perhaps when you're with somebody that's not your life partner... You change your style. Maybe. I don't know. It's, it's impossible for me to say at this stage. No, but yeah. Ask me again. Next month. <laughs> you know, I wonder though, I wonder whether, you know, you do something with um, somebody that you found within the lifestyle that you've connected with. You do something with them. I'm not talking like where your boundaries are. It's a bit like a video game where, you know, your special moves will move, work against one character, but you move on to the next mm. one and they just don't they work. They don't work. Because yeah. they've got the automatic defence. But it ha- that again has to come down to having the right connection the right vibe with that other person that Mm. you feel that you can say i don't like that but i do like this yeah i also think and well think wonder um the first time you play with somebody a couple it might not be a mind-blowing experience because it's all new you don't really know one another sexually i don't know i'm not sure you're right but what i mean is it a bit like it might get better each time because you get to know each other and so learn each other. So you understand each other's likes. You understand. Yeah, so but... The, it's that newness. It's the newness and it's the thrill. It's the thrill of... Because as humans, we very quickly... Can, if you're in tune with yourself and you're in tune mm. with other people, you're very, very quick to pick up somebody's body language and facial expressions. Now, we are both very, very in tune with that. So mm. no concern with that. Um you have to hope the other person that you're with is as in tune. But you would know that from talking. You'd, you'd know about it, definitely. Well, I'm, again, I'm guessing you don't just... Well, you might do. I was going to say, you don't just say hi and then get straight to the play. Well, You'd imagine might. you'd have a conversation. Some might. Maybe. Glory but then holes. How, how Nobody's you... saying hi on a glory hole. They're just going no, straight into the No, but you're dick. relatively limited to what you can do in there. It's basically a blowjob or a blowjob. You could sit on it. In a glory hole. Well, you could bend over. Right, okay. Depends how high it is. Well, I suppose so. <laughs> but you've also got a wall between, so, you know, it might end up being just the tip. how thick the wall is. could be just the tip. I, I see your point, but, the, yeah. yeah. You don't want For a 300 all. mil cavity wall, do you? Otherwise, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm goosed. Turns out big, yeah, love. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, no, it's going to be interesting. This is kind of where my excitement is, and I'm betting the listeners might pick up on this little little bubbling excitement in me because that's all exciting to me this discovery oh yeah that well, side of things that's that's one of the things when you're single is what you don't get in a marriage although yeah. we've we've pretty much got as close as you can get to getting it back although maybe maybe once we've swung if we swing mm. um maybe it, it goes up another level that's what with her time and time and time again. You mean is our the reconnection sex life will go up another level. Yeah. Yeah. Reconnection sex afterwards because you're reconnecting with each other after yeah. being with somebody else. But we almost feel at times like it's all brand new now, even mm. after all these years. But that's because 
we've evolved as people so we're bringing new our new person our new people you know i know we're the same mm. like that we're in the same bodies but there's definitely a mental shift in both of us and we're so we're bringing about something sex new a lot more and I think, yeah i think this is one of the fantastic things about the lifestyle is i don't think a lot of married couples talk about sex no not not deeply anyway and not no. you, you get not stuck in a rut but you get into a sexual style, do you like how I did that? Yeah. Where yeah, yeah. Well, this is this is how this is how we do it. Um sounded like Montel Jordan then. <laughs> That's my job to do the song things. Yeah. Don't steal you, 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 you I need make know. I make you laugh and everybody likes your crazy laugh. Yeah, but I do I bring the song themes in. That's my life. I live my life with song themes. Don't you start doing that. Copy me. <laughs> 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 you do Benny Hill. Montel Jordan's a bit cooler than <laughs> Benny Hill. Uh, but uh, no, we're bringing something new to the party in the respect that we've had a shift in ourselves. So when we connect, we've got a newness about us. Every but, night, but it e- seems. But equally, um, we still kind of revert to our favourite position. Well, we know what works for each other. Although we, do, we probably do do a bit more. We are very, very lucky that what you really like is my absolute favourite too. Yeah, it works for us, doesn't it? No, it yeah. does. Um, interestingly... Um, maybe, maybe we should ask the listeners to send in what do they think is our favourite style. Yeah. Go on and we'll, t- we'll tweet it. We'll put on... If, if <laughs> A any... video. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um, I think it'd be better... If people just sent in what they thought, because we might get some really crazy shit then. Might get some ideas. Exactly. Send in them fact, in. Yeah, send them in, please. Um, I was gonna... at, at Sexless Swingers. <laughs> I was going to mention, you was listening to a podcast, wasn't you? Um, and we had a good chat about this, where um, the woman on the podcast said, is it the Kinsey scale? Yeah. Kinsey sexual scale? But yeah. all girls or all women had a level of bisexuality in them. Explain it. Yeah, it was it was actually a podcast from oh, 10 years ago and it was an interview with a lady and she organised orgies. Yeah. And what she said was that this Kinsey scale, which I'm not sure if this is true, so don't rely on us folks. Yeah, this Google is, it. <laughs> yeah, don't shoot the messenger. But the Kinsey scale is basically a scale of homosexuality to heterosexuality where zero is absolutely 100% heterosexual mm-hmm. and six is absolute homosexual. Was it not seven? Was it six? Well, it was naught to six. So right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and what this lady said was that men generally are either a naught or a six. Most men fall into one category where they're either homosexual or heterosexual. Mm. Gen- and, generally speaking. Yeah. This is 10 years ago and I think the world's evolved a lot in mm, 10 years. True. So this might be complete bollocks now. But... Yeah. Um, whereas most women, she says, the Kinsey scale says, fall between the middle three numbers. Yeah. So that's sort of, um, uh, three, four and five, I guess. Yeah. No, no, sorry. Two, three and four. I'm thinking one, seven. So two, three and four. So, and she explained it as women are much more comfortable linking arms, holding hands, hugging, Kissing, as in not necessarily full snog, but yeah, being tactile. And interestingly, she said, 
most women will notice a good-looking woman quicker than their partner, male partner mm. would do. Yeah, it was quite interesting, I thought, because we've touched before on how I'm straight and how um, it appears when you look on the likes of Fab or, or anything, really, any kind of lifestyle website, that the amount of women's profiles will say bi or bi-curious. And I'm not fascinated, but I'm intrigued by it. You've said this before, I, I am. It is not, I'm not intrigued about... Um, well, maybe I'm intrigued about bisexuality. I don't. I don't know, but I'm intrigued as to as to why and is it that there is just this thing in us? We I accept a hundred percent. That's probably the dick. <laughs> no, I accept a hundred percent that we are more tactile creatures than men, and nobody bats an eyelid if two women walk down the street, linking themselves arm in arm. Um, you know, it it just we are just like that. We grow up like that. Well, it goes back to even. 25 years ago when I used to be in in a club every week regularly even in the 1990s mm. two women girls as they were then I suppose would often be sexy dancing together and yeah hang on we'll stop you there back in the 90s when women were sexy dancing and it probably still happens now because we don't go out to regular sort of vanilla clubs and stuff as a rule really but girls just lifestyle ones <laughs> well yeah girls are too a, tame for us girls of a certain age that are sexy dancing together so i'm going to say girls that are around the age of 20 for example i argue the point with that that they are doing it because they're trying to get male attention because they think it's sexy but of course it can be sexy because women i think most people men and women would agree that the female form mm. is kinder on the eye than the yeah, male form. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So put two women together, mm. it looks nicer, even I'd say, than a man and a woman. It's not necessarily sexier, but visually, yeah. women, I, I, obviously I think, but I think a lot of people would agree that... It's just nicer. To, it's nicer on the eye. So <clears throat> I, I do get, going back to what the lady was saying on the podcast, why there's probably a more of a grey area with yeah. women than with yeah. men. Because, I mean, I have no issue at all with gay guys or bi guys, but it's not for me. I'm, no. I'm all about women. It doesn't interest me at all, but it doesn't offend me either. No, so, you've got some friends that are gay guys and stuff and you get on really well with them, don't you? Yeah, it you? doesn't bother me. To, to me, it doesn't matter if a guy is or a woman is gay or straight or bi... It's it doesn't. The, it's the it, person. It's just it doesn't mean. The yeah, exactly. It doesn't mean I like gay guys or don't like gay guys. It doesn't bother me. It's like if they're a nice person, they're a nice person. Yeah, a hundred percent. It doesn't matter what the sexual preference is. It doesn't matter what their preference is in any sense. So, going back to your point of are all women bi? Well, you've always been sort of staunch straight. Yeah. And although you've explored the idea of kissing, etc., it's not something in your mind. (laughs) Right, a lot. You know something I don't know about. (laughs) No, you said you'd given real thought to whether you could do. Oh, I have, yeah. No, I definitely have. Because I think, do you know what that's probably driven by, partly, at this... Me on a missing out. It's a FOMO, yeah, yeah. Fear of missing out. What am I missing out on? Why do so many me? Hey, why do so many women like it? And you know what? What am I missing out on? Why don't I? Want Only one way to find that? out. 
Amsterdam. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not. I'm not completely close to it. I just. It. It just does. I can't. I, it doesn't fire my switches. Yet. <laughs> I will tell her. Um, and then, sorry, we're going from one conversation to the other, but that's how our week has been, isn't it? A podcast. The same woman who organised the orgies also, also discussed, said. and I think you'd missed this, but I picked up on it. Um, there is a thing which. This might be an old thing again. It's ten years old. This oh yeah, podcast. maybe people can tell us if they're in the lifestyle if this actually happens. What is this thing? You take cling film for oral sex to a lifestyle event or a lifestyle club. And apparently you use your cling film to sort of cover the vagina. I mean, I presume it's more for women. Where do you get the flavour then, though? <laughs> well, you don't, do you? Well, what's the fun in that? I presume. Well, it's, a, it's the hygiene thing. I know, but it's like eating your sandwich with cling film, cling film on. on. It's not going to be as tasty. Yeah, and I don't... I, I get vagina juice might not be might not everybody's be. taste. No, it might not be. But... Surely it's part of the fun is to taste well, I know, the lady. But everyone needs you to taste be... great. But I'm your wife, so you know, you're alright to just taste me regardless because we're safe and all the rest of it. But we don't know anybody that we're going with are safe. So the cling film would protect you in that sense because with with, with a man, if you wanted to give oral sex, you could use a condom. And that's another thing. Is that a thing? I need to we need to My bet this. is no. My bet is no. That you don't use a condom for no. doing oral sex. We need to. We need to find. We've, we need to ask the lifestyle but friends. That's not to say. For example, if we were in a position with another couple, and the lady said to me, "I'd like to suck your cock, but I want you to put a condom on," I wouldn't You're say no, no because first of all, I'm going to get my cock sucked, <laughs> which is fantastic. You'd be in the moment. You'd gone. <laughs> and secondly, well, it's just respectful. If that's mm. what she wants, yeah. No, I agree. Then. Why, if if I'd be perfectly then within mm. within my own sort of boundaries to say, well, actually, that's not for me. Shall Don't do worry about it. Let's do something mm-hmm. else. But if I want, if if I'm happy for to let her mm. do a thing, then and she wants a condom, yeah. on, why why on earth would 100%, I say no? Yeah, but the whole cling film thing. So if the guy said to you, yeah. There's Something about it. Don't fancy that. Do you mind if I get the cling film out? But the thing is, what kind of cling film is it? I mean... Well, you mean like brand? Like, you well, know, no baker foil. Do they make no, cling film? No, that's foil. No. That's a whole other thing. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Good, really play havoc no, with right. your fillings. Do you think there is a cling film etiquette? So no. if you're in a lifestyle club and somebody whips out the Aldi cling film or whips out the Waitrose cling film, there's judgment. <laughs> and also, I think you take a full roll of cling film with you. I, th- I think, I think, if you whip out cling film, the judgment's not going to be coming from the We're brand shocked. of the cling film. <laughs> it's going to be like, what the fucking hell are they doing? And then, how big is your swinger bag? Big for your cling film. <laughs> well, you'd have to move your twenty-six condoms from the. I'd have to shift them to one side, my sex knickers to the other well, side to get my full on. Tesco cling film ramming it in my bag. I think, I think um, that cling film is old hat because these days they have vaginal dams, don't they? Oh, what's this? Are you... I, I am, folks, just um, googling. googling vaginal dams to show oh. Mrs. G. You see, I'm, we're learning. Actually, well, I am. What on? Oh, so it's like what the dentists use. Yeah. I mean, um, wait a Make minute. It, is, 
Can I making a vaginal dam from a condom? This is on YouTube, oh folks. It's perfectly available. So basically, what they seem to be doing is opening the con- a condom. Oh, they make a hole in the condom. Oh, they're cutting the condom. Okay. Oh, this looks faffy. Surely you have to do this before you turn up to the club. So they Surely. open it out. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, so it's like just a, a piece of latex, basically. Well, at least in that respect, you could get it in your small swinger bag and you wouldn't have to take a great big suitcase with your roll of cling film in. And I suppose the idea then of, will you lick in a condom? Well, it's the same as a woman sucking a condom. Yes. Except, I don't know, if there's a cock inside it, it still feels like a cock, I think. Whereas if you just stick a cut up no, condom or a piece yeah. of cling film over yeah. the vagina well yeah. it's the the top of the vagina i suppose we're gonna we're gonna have to find out what the etiquette is with all this aren't we? we're gonna need to know what's 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 the crack <laughs> <laughs> i think it's just gonna be go for it i i don't think that will be a thing i think we're full gonna set. need mouthwash then in your swinger bag in my swinger bag i need to get some travel size mouthwash then some mints i think you might have Travel to... Travel toothbrush? No, I think you might have to come around to the idea that your mouthwash might not be minty. We did chat about this on a different podcast and we said that we could do shots of vodka would cure everything in your mouth. No, I wasn't meaning that. What? I was meaning that I think the mouthwash that you get might be cum. Oh, no. Oh, I'm not having that. Swelling around your mouth. <laughs> Tripping down your chin. And now I've got an erection. Oh, who are we? Well, how did this happen? <laughs> well, funnily enough, it's not on Twitter, but you did actually put a photograph recently on a group that we were on where you did have uh, come all around your That mouth. was yours, though. Well, naturally. Yeah. No, it's it feels different because it's you, I suppose. But... Right, okay. Well, that's the end of the podcast, folks. <laughs> <laughs> we're going upstairs. <laughs> um... Now, the alternative, the other thing we wanted to chat about was age and range of age, wasn't it? And this is all these things that we've been chatting about this week are all on the back of the fact that we're going to Fatim Morgana and we're going, obviously, it's, you know, a sex club and we're anticipating that it's going to be busy and there's going to be lots of people there. So it's, it's and we've had this mental shift. So we're well, feeling like we need to discuss yeah. some important points and well, age we... and range is one of them. I think, um, first of all, for the listeners, when we are in Amsterdam, I am 43, you will be 48. Yeah. And a very sexy 48. I am. But that's not super young or super old. I'm guessing that's about, probably about median. Yeah. So if we go, then do we have an age range of oldest to youngest? And are we being naive to have that age range? Because does it completely mm. depend upon well, the person? Well, I think part of this journey so far is we keep realising that we've been a bit naive. But yeah. that's fine. When, when we look at couples on the on the website we're on, then quite often we will judge on age uh, too young. Yeah, we won't judge. We'll discount, I think is the correct word. We don't make a judgment. But, we'll, but maybe we'll that's wrong. Uh, no. Uh, there's an absolute rule with me and this will not be broken it will go on the no fuck list because we're going to have a no fuck list (laughs) and on that no fuck list will be anybody that I am old enough to be their mother that is an absolute no right so by that are you ruling that 18 years because you could technically become a mother at 13 no 
No, I mean, like, I mean, yeah. Realistic mother. I think, yeah, a realistic mother. Which can be 14, 15, 16, but yeah. should we say 18? Yeah. So 30 is your minimum age? I push at 28. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and those boundaries exploded yet again. No, I so push that, at 28. So that means then, because I'm, I'm a full five years younger. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh-uh, no way. This counts for both of us. No, 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 that's not fair, is You're it? You're not having like a 23-year-old. Well, that sounds a bit young, but that's 21 years, well, 20 years younger. Oh, yeah, that's where you're going, you dirty mm-hmm. perv. Mm-hmm. All right, well, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Oh, no, we could not pair up with a 23 and a 28-year-old. That's just wrong. It's wrong. Well, why is it? Why is it wrong for me to be with somebody twenty years younger, but not you? I said I'd bend. It wasn't a first choice. Well, thing. I would allow her to bend as oh, well. Come on, a twenty-three-year-old. No, think of I think it's too young. Yeah. admittedly. However, what I mean is, is if you're saying twenty years, why is that so disgraceful for me, but not for you? Because I'm older, so the twenty years for me makes a twenty-eight-year-old. Twenty years right. for you so is twenty-three-year-old. There's what's, a difference. What's your view on the youngest for me then? Age forty-three. Same, same as me. Twenty-eight. So yeah. I can only drop fifteen years. Yeah. no it's just because i don't i you know if i'm being honest for me really it'd be 35 plus really right but i'll i'll you know i think you've got to kind of be able to bend a little bit and and that would be my bending but 28 i mean seriously a 28 year old would for me to be in a position that we would play as we've said and i think probably the listeners have picked up with me i need to be mentally stimulated that's kind of the Ooh, first and the fourth. you can't go here. I can go here. I know here. where you're going. A 28-year-old does not have the life experience of a 38-year-old. And so I'm generalising, I, I accept. But it doesn't mean they're not interesting people. I didn't say that. You said or that. Or mentally stimulating. You um, said mentally stimulating. Yeah. I would question that a 28-year-old could not mentally stimulate me. Honestly, I don't think they could. They Whereas a 28-year-old woman... Could stimulate me. You're not being bothered about me mentally. Right. Sti- you just want to be to... overly stimulated. <laughs> <laughs> but to be honest, to be honest, I actually think generally that a more mature woman will be more comfortable yes. with her sexuality, hundred percent, than a younger woman. Yeah, and I'm speaking from personal experience personal you know me are you better at shagging now than you were 20 years ago it's not a question ago. of being better at shagging it's a question of just knowing yourself more and answer feeling, the question well yes because <laughs> because i get the best mrs jim <laughs> yeah because you are more um self-aware and more in tune with yourself and far more confident far more confident than you were and even though you might have thought in the club when you're dancing with your girlfriends like you've just been talking about why did you used to dance like i wouldn't have only with my lap dancing friend yeah (laughs) i know genuinely she used to try and teach me (laughs) it never worked well i know (laughs) (laughs) you can Uh, twerk though i can just about um but no i think you're just in a completely different place whereas (sighs) yeah i don't think we could go under 30 really I, I, I don't we, think. We, we, we. <laughs> I sounded French then. We, we, we. Yeah, absolutely. But I don't think we can really say, well, this is the exact cutoff. It's 20 years. It's it's 18 years ideally for me, Mr. G. Um, but I'll go to 20. I'll bend and push the boundary. And then for me, it's like, well, really, you are 13 years, maybe pushing to 15. I think it would completely depend so, for example, 
if there was a 32-year-old guy mm-hmm. with a 26-year-old woman, yeah, yeah. and there's a couple, they yeah, were great. no, fine, yeah. To just say, no, you're beyond the cut-off no, zone. I'm not that harsh. So, I know I might come across as it, but I'm not. And genuinely, would I want to sleep with a 23-year-old? It doesn't really yeah, appeal. Yeah. It feels too young. Yeah. Um, we need to discuss the other end of the scale. Old. Mm. Well, let me rephrase that. Older. Yeah, older, more mature. Now. Where are we going with this? Well, See, I if you're, if you're doing about. 20 years, would you go for a 68-year-old man? Mm, mm. It'd have to be a very certain type of 68-year-old man. I like a silver fox. There's silver fox and there's silver fox. <laughs> no, genuinely, I think there are some men in their 60s. You don't 60s. want to go with a sea turtle. I don't, but there's <laughs> some men in their 60s that definitely bring the sex and not sex, the sexual appeal. They, they they know themselves. They're assured of themselves. I love that in a man. I'm all about self-assurance in a man. It's not about looks and stuff. So if he was, say, 62, um, but just was, like, nicely presented and looked after himself, then, yeah. But the problem would be is who he was with and I don't think you it would appeal to you to have a woman of that sort of age. In the 60s? Yeah. Probably less so. Yeah. But, um... But then you might men, find... Mention a, her again, I'm not sure we'll put her in the uh, show notes, but Liz Hurley's 57. Is that how old she is? I mean, I'm yeah. pretty sure that we'll struggle to find a male listener. Hell, I'm pretty sure we'll struggle to find a female listener yeah. who wouldn't gladly... Shag Liz Hurley because she's gorgeous. Good old Liz. <laughs> I would gladly shag her. Yeah. If you're listening, Liz, get in touch. <laughs> uh, no, well, good point. I don't know. We've just got to go with the journey, so obviously. It all depends on the lady and yeah. the guy. So you could find, I could find a 40 year old who would be like, no fuck list. Yeah. Never. And I don't want to sound like, Harsh. I'm Mr. Catch or anything. I'm sure there's plenty of women that wouldn't touch me with a barge pole and mm. that's fine. Um, so what I'm meaning is age is just a number. Mm. So yeah. in some ways it's easier to go older than younger because I think there's yeah. more of a mental block with they seem really young. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I think we've just got to take it all as and when it comes, as always. But I think it's been a worthwhile One couple at a time. <laughs> well, depends. Depends what's going on in what room, really. Depends how many couples are at it at once. I, th- <laughs> <laughs> I think the other thing as well is we talked about on the last episode how you might become more liberal with your tastes if you're in a position where there's several couples. Yeah. So if you're in a room with, say... Say there's three couples, all in the 40s, like us, um, all similar age, and then another couple come in and ask if they can join, and you're in the heat of it, and that couple are both 24. Right. Do you then say, no, yeah. sorry, but please, can you leave? You're if too they, young. And we've kind of got on with them, or the whole group has got on with them. No, you wouldn't ask them to leave. Or if wouldn't. a couple in the 60s came in who... No. And you quite liked them. We're all in. It, this is this is right. This is what we're learning, isn't it? Yeah. So, I think it's difficult to have these Set hard boundaries. rules. Yeah. I think there's certain things we've got to have rules about, and our rules we've said always safe play. Yes, hundred percent. 
Um, Although I'm not sure about the cling film. <laughs> always, me and you are most important. If one of us isn't happy, we stop. It stops, yeah. Basically as well, we're doing it together. So yeah. the hot wife fixing sort of idea isn't for, for me or you. Yeah. And likewise, we've never talked about it, but I don't think you'd like me to go off either with random women to sleep with. It, it's We've said right from the beginning, this is about us, our sex life, sharing our sex life with other couples yeah. and that's our thing so yeah an interesting interesting thought age and mm. and it, it ties me quite nicely in in that a message that i saw on a group that i'm on a guy sort of said that he was feeling old yeah. going to a club um and he was worried that there'd be a bunch of younger people and he'd come across as old and how old was he late 40s okay and again it's I just sort of said to him, look... Was it a lifestyle club? He was got, or a vanilla yeah. club? A lifestyle club. No, a lifestyle club. club. Okay. And I sort of said to him, look, ultimately, you look great. Your wife looks great. Yeah, yeah. If you go to a club, I'm sure there'll be a varied age range and you'll probably be somewhere in the middle or maybe towards the upper end. But if there isn't and the people there don't find you and your wife hot because you're in brackets... In, in inverted commas too old mm. then that's their loss they they don't like it, that's fine but ultimately and i mean this with us too as well if you go to any sort of lifestyle event and you don't find anybody that likes you which is perfectly plausible yeah then you still get to go home with the person who you've chosen to spend your life with yeah and presumably you find super hot yeah there's nothing so, lost. There's nothing lost. You still get to go home. You still get to hopefully shag your ideal partner. I think that I'm kind of coming away a little bit from what we discussed in there, but it, it very much is down to not having an expectation when you go out. Don't have the expectation of play. And that's what our lifestyle friends tell us, isn't it? Yeah. You know, we've been out and we've we've been to clubs and stuff and well, one well club. we've been to one club, yeah. Um I don't know what our expectation was with that. I think we just kind of needed to get it done or Well listen to way. episode four and you'll remember. <laughs> yeah, I'll remind myself. Um but I think if anybody goes out with the expectation on themselves, I have to play tonight, oh, you're gonna just wide open for disappointment and wide open for that, that disappointment, then you've come crashing down with self esteem issues. Why didn't I get picked? Why did nobody want me? It's, it just don't do it. Which goes on to the other thing which I think is interesting as well as age concerns. I think the other thing, and women publicly have this all the time. Yeah. But nobody really talks about it for men. But men have body issues too. Oh, yeah. So I touched on it on the last podcast, but the website we're on, there's a lot of guys with six-packs on there. Yeah, yeah. Now, I haven't got a six-pack. Um... I'm not ripped. No. I'm, you know, you're normal. It's a normal shape. Well, normal for you, but and normal probably in the general public. But there seems to be a lot of guys with six packs, so it doesn't really bother me because, like I've just said, I got you. Yeah. So if nobody else fancies me, I'm not that bothered because you, to me, are the hottest woman 
in the yeah. world. I was going to say you to me are everything then, but you, you did it again. You get angry again. Trying to steal me. My excellent my thing. insertion of song titles <laughs> into the podcast, which you just can't compete with. And if you're not winning, you're not happy. So I know, this is it. That's why I didn't say it. But <laughs> yes, you to me are everything. And so. Sweetest song that I So I'm good that if nobody else fancies me, fine, I get you. I win. Yeah. In my eyes. So it's interesting that another couple of guys were talking, saying, oh, yeah, I feel a bit intimidated because they've got a better body or they've got a bigger cock or what have you. Mm. And one of the guys was actually proper built. Yeah. And somebody else said, well, actually, your body... I feel intimidated by that, yeah. but this guy wasn't, he, he was he feeling intimidated. So yeah. I think what I mean is the, the strongest muscle in the body mm. and the most fittest muscle in the body has to be your brain. Because, is it not your tongue? No, that's a myth. But we can try and do some exercises on that later if you like. Well, I wasn't trying to be sexual with it. I was actually meaning well, no, I'll, that... It, I'll work out later. I was actually meaning that it was about being able to speak. Because the the sexiest thing to me is conversation. Well, the same thing, brain as Yeah, such. yeah, it is actually. Yeah, good point. But my point is if, if you feel confident in yourself, then it doesn't really matter what anybody else thinks because if nobody fancies you on the night, so what? Mm. You still get to go home with your partner. If you don't fancy anybody in the night, it doesn't mean everybody's ugly. It just no. means they're not for you. On that night, yeah. And just like I like... Oh, I, I have a preference for a shape of woman. Yeah. Which just happens to be exactly like you. Yeah. So I like curves on a woman. I like a great bum. I like great tits. And I like a gorgeous face, which mm. I think you've got all of those. However, some men might prefer a... Smaller su- boobs. Smaller boobs. Mm. You know, how many times have I heard in my life, anything more than a handful is a waste? Yeah. Well, not for me, but that's my preference. Yeah, they'd have no so, chance for me, would they? No, there's, <laughs> I, think, I think you'll probably have three men's <laughs> hands on them and there'll still be some spilling over. Hey, no, there's a thought. You know? <laughs> yeah, so my point is, is that everybody likes something different, so why have the hang-up? Yeah, I'm not for a built man. Particularly, so let me explain. Um, physique, if you were going to do it from you don't sport, like a cut man. Not particularly. I take a rugby physique over a football physique. If we were doing sports people, because that might mm. be easy for people to understand. I prefer the kind of broader shoulders, the thicker set. The um, thicker what? Thicker set. Oh. <laughs> um, but then, like you say, you might you know somebody else loves a much slimmer guy. Um, so, you know, I don't think anybody needs to have those body hang-ups. They're, somebody very likely will find you attractive in yeah. there. And if you have got hang-ups about the size of your cock, guys, my advice would be find a woman with small hands or a small <laughs> mouth. It'll make you feel loads better. <laughs> I'm wondering if you've got a small mouth, Mrs G, because, you know, it seems to fill quite nicely. So, <laughs> But, yeah, don't, don't choose a woman with big hands because, you know, you're going to look small. I don't think I've got a small mouth, actually. I think it's quite big, my mouth. <laughs> I don't know. We'll, we'll see if we can fill it later on, Mrs G. So, yeah, all I'm trying to say is men can have hang-ups just as much as women can. They definitely can. And um, interestingly, I was having a chat with some of my friends about um, orgasm. As for a woman and how some of the women struggle to get there they some can either get there by themselves 
or they have to be lying in a certain position or they can't get there by themselves and they need somebody else to help them get there. And then <laughs> and then the I'm conversation trying. came on about sex toy use and um, the discussion was about vibrators and, the, and such like. And if they can actually desensitise your vagina or your clitoral area... Makes complete sense. Yeah, it's quite interesting actually because I hadn't really considered it. And it's interesting because, as, as you know... I don't mind a vibrator every now and again, but it's not my first go-to. It's no. not my chosen thing no. to do. No, I mean, we used one the other night, I think. Yeah, yeah. and I said to you, didn't I? Yeah, I had an orgasm, but it kind of, it's kind of like a different orgasm, and I'm wondering whether men understand how different it is for yeah, a woman, course, do you think? because, yeah, you give me certain orgasms, then we crack Lisa out, and she gives me a whole <laughs> other level. <laughs> Um, but no, we definitely have different orgasms depending on how you've been stimulated and where you've been stimulated from a woman's point of view. Um, quite lucky really like that, that, that we can be stimulated in other ways. I think what's not very not lucky, but what's, what's not great is that women, until probably quite recently, it just wasn't an okay or an accepted thing that we talked about sex toy use or talked about satisfying ourselves. It was okay mm. for a man. I still don't think it's a massively vanilla subject. Oh, I don't know about that. I think it's definitely getting better. The likes of Anne Summers on the high street, the likes of like magazines and things like Cosmopolitan and stuff like that. It, it's much more discussed than it used maybe, to be. Maybe. And, well, then that, and that's a good thing because it helps women discover their own bodies and feel that it's acceptable and okay to do that, which obviously it is. But you, you're right about the desensitisation in the sense that the speed that the likes of the ones go yeah. and the rabbits vibrators go. Yeah. If they're on the side of your or on either side of your clit and they're moving like mm. that or on your clit, then that's much much faster than fingers or a tongue yeah. or even a cock could go. And so naturally, you'd think that if you get used to that, if you're using that three or four times a week or it's got three to or four times a day, it has now. Yeah, because then when you get your partner on it, then how do they then yeah. compete with that speed? And yeah. if you need that speed for it to work, so. Yeah. It's like anything, isn't it? All in moderation, really. Yeah, I mean, your favourite toys tend to be sort of um, non-vibrating dildos yeah. anyway. Yeah. So those are just, they more stimulate your G-spots, but yeah. because you like fingers, yeah. basically. Yeah. So, yeah, keep on with that. I don't mm. want it desensitising. No, uh, no, it's just an interesting point, though, that yeah. I hadn't even considered, to be honest. It's yeah. uh, interesting that, it, that, yeah, it can desensitise it, I think. Well, I think we're uh, just about done, aren't we, Mr. J, for this podcast? I think so, yeah. I think the next one might be an interesting one. <laughs> well, <same. laughs> it could well be. Well, we'll see what we've uh, what news we've got when we get on the next one. Um, obviously, as we've said before, there's no promises for anything. It's all honest and open and just as it happens. And we, it's just us. Just us, that's it. Uh, but yeah, until the next time, bye for now. Bye. If any of our gorgeous listeners would like to contact us, we can be reached at Twitter at sexlessswingers, email hello at sexlessswingers.co.uk or on fab the underscore sexless underscore swingers. (laughs) 